You are listening to the Real Life Caddy Podcast, brought to you by Glorified Donkey. My name is Big G, and together with my co-host, Mr. Neil Kirsch, we will be bringing you stories, opinion, and insight into the game of golf and caddying. If you're someone who needs safe spaces, well, this podcast probably isn't for you. Please never take anything we say too seriously. We're just a couple of lifer caddies trying to have some fun. So with that in mind, sit back, put your feet up, and please enjoy. Well, hello and welcome to the latest installment of the Real Life Caddy podcast. I'm here with co-host, Mr. Neil Kirsch. Hey y'all, how you doing? Good to see you again. And, very special occasion, we have another lifer caddy with us, Mr. Dean Martellaro. Thanks for having me. Yay, Dino! Yay! First ever guest on our podcast. That's not bad. 33% success rate. One in three. So um, thanks for being here, Dean. We're going to share some stories with him later on. Uh, he's also going to talk about the Kentucky Derby. So Neil, it's been about nine, ten days since we did the last podcast. Is there anything interesting been happening uh, in your life since then? Uh, interesting, I would say no. But you know, as a caddy, you're going to hit Hot streaks and cold streaks. Uh-huh. Uh, sometimes you just can't believe that day after day you're getting tipped out great, nice people. You think, wow, greatest job in the world, right? And uh, then other times you get in a little bit of a cold spell. Mm-hmm. You're waking up in the morning thinking, uh-oh, do I want to do this again? Yeah. Get me a <laughs> so, job at Walmart. Yeah. Sure enough. Uh, the other day, the first time ever, I was pre-warned on by the group director of how bad our players were going to be. <laughs> what kind of job? Double? Four caddy? Uh, two doubles. Two doubles. Thankfully, okay. yeah. Uh, so this guy's telling us, Hey, this guy's, he's a brand new beginner. Doesn't really golf. Mm-hmm. Uh, this guy's a bad golfer and he's going to be on his phone all day with his mm-hmm. earbuds on doing a conference call. Great. Uh, and you know, sure enough, we get to the first tee, first guy whiff, whiff top. Nice. Next guy. Here he comes. He's got some action top. Dino's not even smiling. He's barely past the ladies tees. Next guy, banana slice into the range, like 80 yards right. Horrible. Last guy was the most shocking. Left-hander just hit a, like a fastball, dead left. Went across the road, never seen it. Hit a tree, almost hit a bicyclist. Cyclist. Oh, my God. We're yelling, four! The cyclist almost fell down. So this went on immediately from the get-go. I look at my buddy, caddying with. Uh, we're both a blank stare. I'm thinking, uh, man, I should have stayed in school and got my master's degree. <laughs> And he's thinking, man, I picked the wrong day to quit drinking. Oh. So we've been through a few things together. So we we, yeah. we we did it, you know, 2,000 steps the first hole, finally get to the first green, using the flag stick in thing. Uh, everyone eventually holds their putts, and then they all just stand around looking at one another, all four balls in the hole. I go, hey, guys, we need to get the balls out of the hole to continue the second second tee shot, you know? Let's, let's, let's get with it here a little bit. Anyway, it, it was a tough day, but I, we saw one spectacular shot that day. This guy's hitting a, a, a little 60-yard pitch with a sandwich. Now, he double hits it real late. This thing goes up in the air, 30 feet in the air. Unbelievable. It's got some hang time on it. 
these two guys are standing behind us to the left by five yards. They were yelling, we start yelling four at them. They don't know what the heck's going on. Thing ends up plunking the one guy on the left shoulder blade. I mean, it didn't hurt or anything, but oh, just a comedy air. So basically, at the end of the day, I think 22,000 steps. Wow. I think there was one, I got hit in the toe once by a, a grounder. Uh, I think the greenskeeper got a ricochet hit off the, off the tractor once. Uh-huh. Uh, one player hit. Uh, I think there may have been a deer or two involved, too. But uh, wow. Rough day. We had yeah. to uh, medicate immediately. Uh, yeah, I was going to say about the uh, no drinking lasted one day. Uh, do you know anything happened in the last week or so? Uh, that about sums it up. Uh, that's been going on with me for about 26 years now, so uh, nothing surprises me. Uh, no, no, I really can't, you know, add anything to that except, uh, yeah, it's uh, daily occurrence. Nice, nice week. Wake up and do it again the next day. I had a fantastic one this week. Um, last last Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, three day job. Uh, guy introduces himself as Kurt Russell, not as in Kurt Russell. Yep. Spartacus, would that be right? Is he Spartacus? Spartacus. There you go. It wasn't him. A uh, little short chap from St. Louis, Missouri. Total utter hack. I knew it, mm-hmm. but. He 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 figures out I'm from Scotland on the first tee. How do you figure that out? He's 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 sharp as a mark. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> and he said, uh, "Oh, it's Scotland." Gave it away. And he says, "Oh yeah." So I, I work with a guy from Glasgow. I recognise the accent. I went, "All oh, right." And he said, "His name's Jason Crawford." So we'd call him Crawfy back home. And he says he's got a scar on his face. And I said, he said, "Do you know how he got it?" I said, "Well, of course I don't know how he got it." He says, well, I, I think I know how he got it. He he walked up and his friend, Crawfy walked up and his friend shagging a sheep. It's got his head through um, a metal fence. And his his friend says, hey, Crawfy, you want a piece of this? And Crawfy says, yeah, sure. So Crawfy sticks his head through the fence too. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think when someone says that in the first tee, oh. it's a home run. Yeah. And After over the, the moon. So we we had an absolutely fantastic time. Kurt, I know you're you're now listening. Uh so thank you for last week. And we'll see you later in the year. So yeah, we're here with uh with Dino. He's been carrying what, twenty seven years? Twenty seven years, we think. We're not we, uh, we kinda lost count. Uh huh. Um how did you get involved? Well, uh when you don't pay attention in school and um you got nothing else going for you. This is exactly what happens to you in life, okay? So for all your kids out there, <laughs> hit the books, kids, or you'll be walking around in circles like That's I right. am. Not here. good, not good. Uh, master's degrees are not overrated. <laughs> um, yeah, okay, so 27 years, that's half your life. Would you Would you say you're a lifer then? Uh, yeah, I've got nothing else. Like that movie, remember that? I got nowhere else to go. <laughs> Please put up. But yeah, how, how, how did you get involved? Um, I was bartending in uh, Monterey, and uh, I would stop in now and then and see if they were hiring. They always told me no. And uh, so one day I showed up, and uh, the caddy master at the time asked me, he said, do you know how to caddy? And I said, yeah, yeah, sure I do. And uh, he says, all right, grab those bags and when you get done today, you'll fill out the paperwork. We'll get you going. So I did my loop, got in, filled out the paperwork. And back in those days, we wore these overalls you uh-huh. had to go get. You know, that Dickies. was a uniform. So 
At that point, I got home, and uh, the girlfriend I had at the time, of course, this was before we had cell phones and stuff. She uh-huh. says, uh, where have you been? And I said, you know, that uh, caddy gig I've been trying to get, well, I got it today, and they just sent me straight out. And uh, I made uh, like $150 that day, and I put it on the counter, and she says, oh, man, you made $150? I says, yeah. She goes, typical woman, first thing, can you go again? <laughs> <laughs> never and enough. I sat never, down my, never enough. No. I sat down in my recliner, and I said, I don't think I can ever do that again, so. And then 10,000 loops later, you're here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, build uh, up a, you build up an endurance. What would you, what's the big difference from then till now? You know, when I started, we had 30 caddies. Mm-hmm. And you knew everybody. It was a lot more tight community. You know, after even another five, six, seven years, it rose up to about 50, 60 caddies. It's still very manageable. And now today, because of the demand of caddies, it's just has exploded. You know, we got several hundred out there, and you just don't know everybody. And it's most days you know, they need them. You know, some days they don't. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But I'm just saying that's the change in it. You sure, know, it's. Sure. Uh, you mentioned the jumpsuit there. Uh, Neil and I were talking about it last week of, with regards to masters. What is your favorite attire? Uh, well, we had the brown jumpsuit, and then we had the white jumpsuit, mm-hmm. and I kind of like the white jumpsuit. Uh, I'm the same. I love the white suit. He you hated know? it. Yeah. As long as it's not an orange jumpsuit, I'm okay with it. <laughs> well, yeah, that always brings back bad memories. Yeah, but, you know, it doesn't matter if it's orange, brown, or white. You're still picking up stuff all over the place, right? Fair enough. The orange one, you're just on the highway. No, that's it. Um, and uh, any famous people you carry for? Well, you know, we've had – I've done celebrities, um, athletes. You know, it's been a whole – you know, a whole big uh, <clears throat> group of people. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I have some favorites. Uh, yeah, tell us about some of the favorites. Uh, Dennis Hopper. Right. Oh, nice. Was a that beautiful be man. That one. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. No, he was. Uh, that would be enjoyable. Is he a good golfer? Um, nah, it's average. Okay. You know, it wasn't terrible, but, you know, it's. Uh, what's, what's average in your opinion? Um, 15. 15. Yeah, a bogey yeah. golfer, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. It's like if you can golfer. help a bogey golfer, it's always a good loop because they yeah, make a couple I, pars and they're happy. You know? I can deal with bogey. Oh. So. Dennis Hopper, awesome. That's a great Yeah, loop. no, he was uh, he was a sweetheart. A um, couple of presidents, you know, Bush Sr., which yep. has just passed away nice. recently. Super guy. And then uh, Clinton, you know, nice. it's uh, he was one of my favorites. You can sure tell that. Oh, uh, he's got, he must have the gift of gab, huh? Well, uh, yeah. trust me. You'd vote for him if he gets a hold of you. Yeah, it's, yeah. you know, it's, he's uh, not going to let you get away. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> no, it's been a good run. You yeah. know, it really has. It's been some. It's hard to explain this job to people uh-huh. on the outside. Yeah. You know, looking in, they just never quite know what you're doing. A lot of times, I'd be out there with people or celebrities or stuff would be going on out there, and we're at a pretty unique place. And I would sit there and think, you know, you're staring out there at the ocean. It's just a beautiful day, and I'm thinking about where I came from in the Midwest, you know. Yeah. And uh, I came from a beautiful place there, too. But, um, yeah, where I came from to be out here, yeah, it, uh, it's like walking on the moon for a guy like me. Right, yeah. A lot of people, I mean, high executives making a lot of money, they come out there, and they, they will mention that from time to time. Like, hmm, this, this is a pretty good job. Yeah. Pretty bad out here. You're getting exercise. You're seeing all this beauty. I mean, yeah. Not not overrated. I love your office until they find out how yeah. much, you know, they're going to have to take a pay cut. Yeah, I can remember uh, 
talent family and friends yeah i'm a i'm a caddy and they're <laughs> rolling their eyes looking at me and then when they come out here and uh they see what i actually do and, where and do a lot yeah a lot of them will look at me and go yeah, they're paying you that yeah. to do this making dreams you know? happen so yeah but uh pluses and minuses everything right yeah that's yep. that's the real positive end of it you know but uh you know it's like that supermodel right Um, what do you love about the job? Um, just being out there early every morning, walking that beautiful piece of property. Oh, it's nice for some. Yeah. You know, and, um, being in one of the nicest parts of the country that we live in and Mm -hmm. just kind of having that freedom, Mm -hmm. um, meeting somebody different every day good or bad yeah it's kind of nice to plan your your own schedule i mean being an independent contractor is a big deal in, in my mind yeah yeah you know, being done I can, in five... I can call tomorrow and say i'm gonna take a week off who, who can do that sure yeah, and right? being done in five hours yeah yeah you know you're home so you know you can work around that it's a good job for anybody even if you're a family man you're home with the kids yeah and stuff like that and then uh, of course if you're uh, miserably married uh you can always go twice and you don't have to be there all day so it's like or you can take the slow way home yeah a lot of options long way home <laughs> that's right long way yeah i mean get a good stereo system and that 25 ounce on the way home and you're good you're all good it all oh, works out funny. um now what do you not like about the job um <clears throat> just it's just a lot of times it's the same thing you just feel like you're walking around in circles out there it can get monotonous um you know um i get tired sometimes of uh people in upper management thinking they know what we do and how we do it and they don't know a thing about it I yeah mean, they come out and and grind you because you're six minutes behind time and then you're dealing with these guys that are shooting 120 like hey i'm a, I'm a, a caddy not a miracle worker give me a break here I deal with that customer for five hours. Most of them deal with them for five minutes. And I don't care if you're a waiter, you're running the shop, whatever you're doing in any part of this uh, property, they don't spend that much time with the guests. I'm out there five hours babysitting, telling them how great they are. Tell all oh, the kids look well. Well, that's a lovely looking kid. They're all oh, your wife's hot, but no, no, that's good. That's good. Oh no, you got a good swing. Listen, listen. Yeah. You, I just think you need to play more. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you got a lot of talent there. Are sir. we done yet? Yes, sir. Yeah. No, no, I recommend this restaurant. I recommend that restaurant. Yeah. Oh yeah, this yeah. is good. Oh yeah. Check yeah, yeah, yeah. Trades. Oh, no, 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 no. You're not as bad as you think, partner, as far as you know. Yeah. <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, you're thinking, I'm not going to follow yeah. this guy tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. I'm so Putting this fish back well, in the ocean. Hey, all depends how they pay. I've, I've been out no, there so many times. I've been loops like that where you're like, oh. I'm not going to follow this guy. I've, I've even been out there. Uh, what time are we going tomorrow? I've been, I carry for people I thought were assholes. Oh, and I threw 12 holes. Can't wait to see the back of him and then he, he tips you at the end and you go, hey, well, yeah, what, what time yeah. are you playing tomorrow? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you did mention so. By the way, um, <laughs> money talks. Oh, for sure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else? Um. <clears throat> You know, uh, right now we're going through, you know, golf will always transcend. And right now we're going through a thing of, um, you know, <clears throat> if you belong to a private club, they have pace of play, <clears throat> you know, 
rules you got to keep up. You hold, you're on a private club. You hold, start holding groups up. You're going to hear about it when you get in the club. Oh, absolutely. Yes. They, okay, can, they can, they can control that there for sure. But obviously we're a resort and anybody with $500 blind, crippled or crazy <laughs> can come out and play it. Just so, have a visa card. please. Yeah. And so we're going to, you're going to get a big variety of people out here mm-hmm. and pace of play is a problem. Nobody should be on a golf course longer than five hours. Yeah. Okay, five hours is the limit. After that, it just it's too long. Yeah, I agree. Just, you know, it's just too long to be doing anything like that for yeah, five on, hours. On your feet, just trying so, to concentrate all that. It's yeah. So pace of play. I, I'm really happy you said that because just this past week, uh, Eduardo Molinari, uh, did you, Neil speaks Italian. I don't know if you knew that. Uh, hey, Tito, Tito, bello. That's why I always understood him. Bingo. Hey, Francesco. Eduardo Molinari, uh, tutto, tutto bene. Your Eduardo Molinari came out on Twitter. Yeah, exactly. And he, he started naming and shaming well, slow he, players he, uh, on tour. He listed they, the all the tour players are sent a list of guys that have got a warning or are you know on a multiple warnings, different mm-hmm. sheets. He he listed that that. Uh, she, Give us some names, Karshi, because cool. you know what's going on. Uh, we had a few big names in there. We had we had Tiger. Oh, shocker. We, we had everyone's favorite, DeChambeau. Oh, yeah. Uh, surprisingly, little Wee Louie was on that list. Wee Louie. I didn't know that he was a slow player, but I think it's a. I think the PGA Tour should do that. And let, let's let's start nailing some penalties here. Well, they yeah. haven't penalized. Not one guy's ever got penalized for slow well, play. Yeah, well, here's, here's the deal. Um, they have all these rules, like betting insider trading they, they never humped McPhil for that he should have been chucked out at the US Open last year for what he did that was he horrible. never you know yeah. Tiger Woods spat in a green yeah. in Dubai I think the European Tour said they gave him a fine they never mentioned how much it was uh, DJ took time out of the game for personal reasons it was exactly six months yeah. he was out to the day so there's a bunch of things happening but golf doesn't want its, its name tarnished um they can see all they want until they start throwing out fines. Even Kepka said, "Why don't they just have the balls to finally call a penalty for being yeah. slow play? They One just don't penalty. have the, the they well, just the, don't do the, it." The big just problem we it. have is is that okay. transpires in amateur golf, which we deal with on a daily basis, where people are marking the ball from two feet. They want to hear it hit the bottom of the cup, or you know this three minute rule. They don't know that people don't know the rules, you know. And well, they don't. And here's an interesting thing. These guys on tour, listen, they're making their living doing this. They're paying their mortgage doing this. They have done this since they're 10 years old. They practice all day. They practice in the morning. They practice at night. This is an on-day, every-day going-on occurrence. Now, the thing that just blows my mind is now you're on a golf course. Why are you taking three practice swings and throwing your hands up in the air and doing this all this movement stuff like you've never swung a club before? You just did this 500 times before you played today. Yeah. And you still don't have it done. At that level, you either know what you're doing or you don't, so they definitely need to pick it up. And you are absolutely right. These fans watch this on TV, yeah. and the next week I see it all week out there. Either it's the hand on the, you know, on the leg or they're, they're going back and looking. Everybody wants to leave the pin in now. <laughs> plumbing it, plumbing it. You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, no, leave it in now. Leave it in. Yeah, because these guys left it in. These guys don't know what they want. And at the end of the day, you know, these people watch them on TV. And mm-hmm. then they, now I got people walking back and forth, 
You know, just uh, yesterday I had a guy, uh, he walked off his putt, and then he walked all the way back, and he looks it over, and he plumbed it, and then he blasted it by 15 feet. <laughs> okay, a lot of good that did. Did, did, you, you, know, did uh, you tell him that it was uphill and it was actually down, though? No, what I actually told him, I said, instead of wasting all that time walking that off, why don't you go practice putting tomorrow, and then we won't have to go through all of this. <laughs> we'll just, yeah. yeah, for sure. My favorite, because we, we, we see these stupid things, um, Last year, it was Justin Rose with the fingers, standing with the fingers and, and working out how to read a putt. The year before, I don't know who it was, maybe Garcia, the claw. The, yeah, like, the, how many people do you see putting with the claw now? It's you, pathetic. Yeah, you can you know? do pretty much anything you want now as far oh. as the putting group's concerned. What's there's, this there's finger in the air? What's this finger in the air? Yeah. I still haven't figured that out. Is that I'm number one? <laughs> I'm going to go this way. Excuse me, it's yeah. my turn. Yeah. What is it? Check, I, please. Check, yes. please. There's a well, system. we know it's There's not check, please, because those guys don't pay for anything. Yeah. <laughs> oh, true, true, true. Neil knows that. Red carpet. Yeah. No, they're pandered too. I, keep, I can't stand it. Um, right, slow play. We don't like that. We need to change it. Anything else you don't like? You know, the bag situation is uh, getting out of control. <clears throat> This industry has changed. Of course, you got everybody making a nickel on, so you got all these devices down, all mm-hmm. these things that people have to have, you know. And uh, you know, nothing's changed. You need your bag, you need your clubs. Fourteen clubs, people. Fourteen, 14. not sixteen, not seventeen. Um, trust me, where we work, you don't need that uh, ball thing that you get them out of the pond. <laughs> yeah. or that pond that we're next to, you're good luck. By yeah, the way, if you see that in the bag, you're getting yeah, a bad yeah. tip that day. Mm-hmm. Um, Run away. There's just too much stuff, you know. Yeah, um, yeah actually, we're, we're, we're going golfing, not camping, sir. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. You know, and it's, they're bringing just all kinds of things. And, again, we're out there four and a half hours, people, five max. You don't need all of this. And um, it would make a huge difference. Plus the bag makers. These bags are pathetic that they're making. Yeah. All these slots, pack, all this stuff. And, I mean, it's just, oh, come on. The, oh, everyone loves the honeycomb as a caddy. Yeah, no, this is oh. – uh, so the bags are really getting to be – The bags know, used from, to be great 20 people, years ago. And people yeah. really feel like they have to have everything. Mm-hmm. And listen, women, <laughs> I love the uh, woman thing in golf. Uh, Ten years ago, be honest with you, it drove me nuts to caddy for them. Now I actually love caddying for them because they've uh-huh. gotten so much better. They're down the middle. You know what? They're actually – I'd say there's more women better than the men are on average overall. It's easier to caddy for them. Yeah, uh-huh. so – uh, I love that, but ladies, the purse, the lipstick, the powder, all that stuff—we don't need that out there, really. I'm going to tell it's you what. Just, yeah. just you know, it's just yeah. a force. Rock Hudson's dead. You're not going to meet Rock out there. He's gone. Okay, <laughs> so just hang on. Wait till we get to the where we're going when we're done, and then you guys can pop in there and do what you got to do. Beautiful. Well, I'm glad you mentioned the heavy bags as well because we will tie that into the Kentucky Derby a little later on. So as well as being a talented lifer caddy, uh, Dean loves the ponies. And as most of you will know, this Saturday is the Kentucky Derby, the 2019 Kentucky Derby. Uh, Dean, for those of us like myself who know nothing about American racing, tell us a little bit about the Kentucky Derby, where it is, history, etc. Well, it's one of the best sporting events of the year in our country, anyway. Um, it's awesome, pageantry. You got over a hundred thousand people there. Um, it starts our uh, triple crown in the United States. Uh, no drinking allowed, is that right? It's, it's, it's a dry racetrack. 
Uh, yeah, it's 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 <laughs> dry there, all right. How about, how about the people in the infield on a rainy day? Oh, that gets <laughs> oh. ugly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's after, uh, after their tenth mint julep. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. over in the morning much? Actually, what it is is uh, the the town of Louisville's dry because. <laughs> Everything's been hauled into the stadium, so yeah, it's uh, right. Uh, yeah, the, no, it's uh, run to the roses, baby. Run yeah, to there, the roses. There, there's nothing dry there except uh, the old gal singing my old Kentucky home. <laughs> yeah, with her, with her, with her uh, smoky, smoky voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah, that gets a little dry, but other than Get that, yeah, uh, someone please. Yeah, there's a couple She's, whiskers wet there. At, uh, <laughs> yeah. I think a couple of those horses oh, got in the punch, too. <laughs> so tell me, when was the, how long has this, this race been run? Oh, over 100 years. What yeah. is this? Maybe the 145th running, I think, 1988 is the first one? Yes, yes. And I've got to tell you something about some of these horses. Uh, if you're a fan of the uh, Game of Thrones, uh, the White Walkers are <laughs> riding some of these old horses that were first involved in the Kentucky oh, yeah, Derby. That's, that's yeah, a while ago. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's a while ago. Sure. Um, notable winners? Well, we got to go Secretariat. Secretariat number one for Greatest sure. horse of uh, all time. Um, Fastest. has the, the track record, uh, 159 and 2.5, I think. Yeah. And ran the greatest race of all time in the Belmont, mile and a half, when mm-hmm. um, he wasn't supposed to be bred to go that far. And... Uh, Killed it. Uh, finished the race, and about a half an hour later, the other horses that were involved finished. I think only three guys have finished, uh, three horses, excuse me, have finished under two minutes here. I heard a rumor that um, Secretariat, yeah, was in the same juice that Tiger was taking 10 years ago. Wrong. Uh, he I just think had that... a big heart. They actually <laughs> opened him up when he, when, he, when he died, and they said, yeah. what the hell is this? A yeah. giant heart. Wow. Right, Tiger took two doses. Um, so, so what about Seabiscuit? Are a killer sometimes. Where's Seabiscuit? He's a famous horse, or she? Yeah, Seabiscuit, but that's uh, getting back into the uh, 30s. Okay. Yeah. Um, you've had a look at the card. You are, like, we'll have Kershaw's Corner, right? He is the resident tipster, but um, why don't you boys tell us who's going to win? Fair enough. Go ahead, Dino, you start. Let's pick, let's pick uh, four, or five, four or five horses we like. It looks uh, real wide open to me. Um, I'm a fan of Code of Honor. I think that uh, he's going to have a really good chance on this. And then uh, it's pretty tack- rare that uh, the lowest odds are four to one, right? Yes, that's pretty rare. You'll rarely that's, see. That's that. already telling you, hey, this right. is this is open. It ain't right. no, uh, there's not a justify on the card this year. No, this thing's wide open. Yeah. We finally might be able to make some money in this thing because mm-hmm. the chalk has pretty much dominated it the last five years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Tacticus, uh going to be coming at the end. Love, love that horse. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, <clears throat> How about Omaha the- Beach. You know, you got to consider. The, the yeah. consensus favorite but right, but by, a, four- by, a, by a hair, right? Yeah, but, but four to one. He's just not much that much better than the other horse. Decent post position, though, huh? Yeah. Last, last horse in the in the first gate. That's a yeah. pretty good spot. Would, would, He's going to have a little room. Would and you guys? Code Honor is going to be right right on her right on right on his heels, right? Would Absolutely. you would you would you like in Omaha Beach then at four to one like Rory to win the Masters, right? He's, yeah, he's a worth he's a worthy favorite, but it's wide open. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, let's not bring up that Rory pick again. 
I thought he'd win by <laughs> six, huh? But I did take him this week at the Wells Fargo. Because I know him, if I yeah. didn't take him, he would win for sure. Yeah, it was a default pick. Okay, so our favourite's Omaha Beach, the number 12 horse, 41. You're loving Code Tactics, of Honor. Texas, Code of Honor. And um, how do we pronounce that, 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 Neil? The number eight horse? Tacitus. Tacitus. Tacitus, 10 to 1. Maybe the five, missing the five. That's a good uh, favorable post position. The most winners in the Kentucky Derby history has came out of the five posts. Ten winners. Ten winners. Ten winners. Pretty okay. solid. Yeah. Usually the eight slot's good, ten slot's good. Somewhere there, uh, mid-range. The mm-hmm. outsider guys always have trouble. No one's ever won out of the 17 spot, which there is a – what do we got, Roadster there? Roadster, six yeah. to one. So a nice, popular horse, but, boy, you're going to pick a – it's a it's a bad gate for some U- reason. Udino, well, I've got to throw some money on win win win. I okay. mean, you look like an idiot if that horse wins and you didn't bet on it. <laughs> there it is. Play, play it's a win win win. How is there a lose lose lose? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there he is. But we I'm, won't tell I'm you who gonna, he is. I yeah. wouldn't take him. Um, so that's like having not, not having money on a CT pan. Like the heritage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, City frying ab- pan. Ab- absolute <laughs> obvious winner. Um, you, you said something to me earlier on about the trainers. So that there's two or three favorites or, or low numbers that are they're only yeah. there because. Well, you got the Bafford factor. You know? Yeah, Bafford Bobby's, by three this yeah, year, right? You know, He's got Roadster. Tell, yeah. me, tell me a little bit about him. Well, Bobby's like the, again, getting back to Game of Thrones, we're on that same hair. He's like the White Walker. He touches the horse and it just wins. Yeah. I didn't just train him. I magic. just touched him is, and he is, won. Is, is he like the Belichick of NFL? Yes. For sure. So yes. he's the man. Nah, he's yeah, he's, he's the man. a great trainer. He's been there before. He knows how to prepare for this mm-hmm. race and get these guys in there. But uh, and It's tough because he's Southern California based, so yeah. he's, he's shipping in, and that's, that's a lot of work. But it, I will say this. He's had a tough spring. You know, a couple mm-hmm. of these grade ones, his horses didn't come through like they thought they would, and several of them are in this. So we'll see how they run here. But, again, with Badford, you can add. If his name's behind the horse, the horse drops. If it's 10 to 1, it's going to go to 5 to 1. Yeah, right. Badford's on it. Plus, a lot of people that know absolutely nothing about horse racing, mm-hmm. and I'm one of them, is, would be, uh, they're <laughs> going to bet Badford. Yeah. You know, so. yeah. Well, yeah, no, yeah, exactly. You're not going to get overvalued there. No, no chance. Okay, it's gonna be a bit down this year, especially after Justify wins the Triple Crown last year. So what? A what horse. we want, Dino? Your give us how many? How many horses you got? How many you, tips you gonna give out? Well, I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna do the. Um, uh, uh, <clears throat> spit it out. <laughs> spit it out here. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna do a trifecta and a superfecta. Okay. In this, because it's so wide open, I'm just gonna box the horses and see if I can get lucky. But I like Omaha Beach, mm-hmm. Code of Honor, mm-hmm. Tactus, <laughs> and I'm going to throw in there, um, let's toss in uh, maximum, maximum Security. Maximum Security. Yeah. Kirsch? Uh, I'm on the 5, the 8, the 12, and the 13. I like... Uh, Improbable. I like That's impossible. Uh, Omaha Beach and I like Code of Honor. Uh, I think nice spots for all those guys. And, you know, a couple of them up, maybe a couple couple of exactas in there, a couple of trifectas. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, like, I, I like the ring of that 12-13 combo. Right. Okay. Ooh, we might have to do an ice cold. Ice cold exacta. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like the ice cold is flowing here. Um <clears throat> 
This is a, a golf it's stroke a- carry podcast. We mentioned heavy bags earlier on. One thing that's always um, sort of struck me about golf bags, right, is people, they bring too many golf balls. They bring the camera they, and they say, oh, I, I carry this myself all the time at home. Uh, well, hey, we're carrying two bags. Or they have, you know, a 64-ounce or Gatorade and they say, oh, well, it's only an extra couple of pounds. Now, you guys know more than about horse racing, but the handicap system in horses, right? What is the average horse? Uh, this race, they're going to let the uh, the Geldings Colts, 126 uh-huh. pounds is it. Right. And if any fillies in the event, 121. So it's uh, they don't add weight, subtract weight. you okay. you got to be on the number. So, But the average horse in this race, right, weighs what? Over a thousand pounds. Yeah, between a thousand and twelve hundred pounds. Big beast. Between a thousand yes. and twelve hundred pounds. Big beast. So. And you're saying hundred and twenty-five pounds. Correct. Now that's one eighth. Ten. Yeah, ten percent. Right. Somewhere in there, right? Depending. We carry two golf bags, are between twenty and twenty-five pounds a piece, so it's forty to fifty pounds. Yeah. So that's like a third of my weight. A third of your weight. Five percent of Dino's weight. I'm getting handicapped here. Yeah, I'm uh, more like those horses. Yeah, I'm getting the handicap yeah. here. <laughs> so, it, I think it, like, we'll we'll talk more about this in another podcast about heavy bags. But we'll weigh out how much a ball weighs. You know, you really need those sixteen golf balls, sir. Yeah. Um, because you know at that twelve handicap, I don't think you need it. Well, you need jockeys, to give up they, the game. They work hard to make their. Well, way according to Kirsch earlier today, uh, his player went through sixteen balls in four holes. So, yeah. <laughs> well, the bag gets lighter. They, yeah, re- they really shouldn't be playing golf then. Yeah. Um, no, and at that point, you just throw them on a cart. What's the difference? Yeah. Cart. Yeah. You know, you don't need yeah. to have somebody out there training. You. If you're that bad, yeah. you know, get a cart. We'll make you a couple of cocktails. We'll yeah. make you feel you better go. about you have yourself. A large beverage yeah. holder. So, any any <laughs> listeners out there, honestly, think about your caddy. That poor caddy's shoulders. Too much weight. Uh, Kentucky Derby, you've heard heard your picks. Feel free to you know email us or, or whatever your picks. Okay, Dino, so we've established that you are a lifer caddy. Have you ever fancied going on the road and becoming a tour caddy? Well, you know, when I was younger, I actually had the opportunity mm-hmm. to do that. and um, But I was a single parent mm-hmm. as a... When I was younger, and uh, so I had to be home and raise my son. So, uh, yeah, you know, when I was younger, I thought it would be uh, um, something I would be, you know, interested in. But um, I will say this. That's a tough life out there. These tour caddies, uh, for all the people out there that watch these guys on tour thinking, oh, this is a great life, yada, yada, this, yada, Mm -hmm. yada. Let me tell you something. You're there at that golf course on Monday at 6 o'clock in the morning, and thank God they got these lasers now. Back in the day, they used to have this thing with uh, like a wheel on it. You had to walk the whole golf course and wheel everything off, and that gave you the yardages. So it's come a long way since then. But um, you have to go over this whole golf course, then uh, go meet the idiot that you're caddying for um, <laughs> the, 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 at, the, at about the 8 PGA o'clock. PGA golf professional, you mean, right? Yes. And then uh, – <laughs> 
course, you got to go there and tell him how great he is and how nice his hair looks and yeah. all that stuff, and then build him up. Then after that, his wife shows up. You got to tell her how nice she looks and all that stuff. So when you're done with that, we're out. We do a loop, then we're back yeah. in. And you go back to the uh, motel room, eat a, a pizza and a twelve pack. Well, yeah, yeah, and that's after his uh, swing coach gets with you and says, "Now yeah. listen, you got to watch for yeah. this, and you got to watch for that, and everything." Yeah. And I'm sitting there going. Whoa, 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 wait a minute. Yeah. I thought for the $1,200 I'm making this week, <laughs> I'm carrying the bag and giving him yardage. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I, I didn't know you needed Dr. Newhart or whatever it was. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Kershie, yeah. you ever thought about going on tour? Uh, same deal. Uh, would, yeah. would have missed my chance probably, but uh, wife and two kids, if I go out on the road and I don't make money yeah. for three weeks, I'm toast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I cannot take it. I have to have a guarantee money. Rather carry for hacks and have a guaranteed paycheck. For sure. Uh, it's the reality. Yeah, 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 sure. So to end today, we're going to ask Dean to give us his favorite caddy story in his 27 years as a, as a looper. So, Dean, tell us. Well, there's um, a lot of different things that happened out there. One of my favorites, uh, one time uh, we were first off and uh, – we were flying through the golf course, and uh, <clears throat> the fog came in, and you, you couldn't hardly see anything out there. I believe it was like July, and um, I had this player out there, and uh, he hit his ball um, down number 10 and um, kind of go over on the right side pretty close to the ocean. And um, so we get out there, and uh, I can't see the green, but uh, – I know where we're at, you know, and I'm looking at the yardages. And uh, so I told the guy, I says, listen, I says, you're about 190 out. I go, this air's real heavy. Why don't we hit like a 200-yard club? And uh, I turned around, and this guy is gone like a fart in the wind. I mean, I can't see him anywhere. And I'm going, where'd he go? I mean, he, was just, he was just right here. Back. And I can't remember the guy's name. So I'm, <laughs> I'm hollering for him. I go, hey, hey, hey golfer. Hey, golfer. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Caddy, I'm over here. Finally, I hear this voice, uh, ding, ding. And he had stepped off the cliff oh, no. and rolled down the grass and bank, but all the way down to the beach. Oh, my God. On and, the beach? Yeah. And thank God he didn't get hurt. No, and no, he's down no. there on the beach. So we, had, so I'm looking down. I, could, I can't even see him down on the beach. So we finally get him up there. and uh, No broken bones. Yeah. Wow. Unfortunately, Lucky. finished the round. I thought I was going to get to go in early. Could have been a short loop. Could have been a quick loop. But, uh, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, hey, uh, you want to tip me before you yeah, go yeah, to the yeah, ambulance? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, I grabbed the I grabbed the wallet out of the golf bag first before I went down to get it just to, just to make just sure. Skim, yeah, a, yeah. skim a hundo out of there just in case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that just classic. Here's that a little classic. something for the extra. Yeah. Oh, oh man, that's funny, dude. Beautiful. Well, listen, uh, Dino, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, I'm sure you will be back on. I'm sure the uh, the listeners will love. Thanks you. for having me, guys. Yeah. Peace out, uh, Kershaw, yeah. as usual. Thanks for uh, turning up. Awesome, and, man. Great uh, time. Listeners, thanks anything? for being with us, Dino. If you can think of anything you want us to talk about, please get in touch. Uh, you can go to the website, glorifieddonkey.com, or do it via any of the social media platforms. We wish you a lot of luck in the Kentucky Derby and on the golf course, and we'll be back very soon. <laughs>